0: as we step now into the time of our service where we hear from God's word. We reflect last week, we heard about how God deals with our anxieties, that he doesn't just ignore them, he doesn't tell us to suck it up and figure it out, but he actually promises that he will wipe away our anxieties. This week, we hear about not how God deals with our anxieties, but how God's love is the way he deals with us. So today we hear from Luke chapter 15, and Jesus tells us a couple of awesome stories about God's love in our video for this morning.
1: Tax collectors and sinners came to listen to Jesus teach. Jesus told them, Has 100 sheep and loses one, he leaves the 99 sheep and searches for the lost sheep until he finds it. Then he tells his friends and neighbors, Let's celebrate. I found my lost sheep. (laughs) In heaven, there is more joy when one sinner repents and turns back to God than for 99 people who did not wander off. Jesus also said, If a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one of them, She lights a lamp, sweeps the house, and searches carefully until she finds it. Then she tells her friends and neighbors, let's celebrate, I found my lost coin. Then Jesus repeated, in heaven, there is joy when one sinner repents and turns back to God. Jesus told a third story, a man had two sons. The younger son said, father, give me my inheritance. The father gave his son his share and the son went to another country. He wasted his money and lived foolishly. There was a famine and the people in that country did not have enough food. The son got a job feeding pigs. He was so hungry even the pigs' food looked tasty. The younger son decided to go back to his father and admit he was wrong. He would ask to work for his father like the servants. The younger son headed home. He was still a long way away when his father saw him coming. His father ran to him, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son began to apologize. I have sinned against God and against you, he said. But the father told his servants, Let's celebrate with a feast. Bring the best robe and put it on my son. This son of mine was lost, and now he is found. At this time, the older son came from the fields and heard music at the house. What's going on? He asked one of the servants. Your brother is here. The servant said, your father is celebrating. The older brother was angry. He refused to go to the feast. The father asked him to come inside. The older brother said, I never disobeyed you, but you never threw a party for me. The father said, everything I have is yours. We have to celebrate. Your brother was lost and is found. Jesus told these parables to teach about God's love. God sent Jesus so sinners can be forgiven. As Savior, Jesus loves and seeks sinners. He paid the ultimate price, his own
0: life, to save people from sin. See, God's love finds us so that we would party with him. Now, that's the story that we just heard. Whether you're the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son, or even the one that stays at home, God's love finds us so that we would party with him. And as we reflect on that message this morning, I want to take a moment and actually kind of zoom in on that last story, the story of of the father and his two sons. And this morning, we're going to compare and contrast those sons, and I think that all of us will find a way to both sympathize with the sins of those sons and celebrate the way that God's love finds us, no matter where we are. So first, the comparison of the two sons. We skip over this a lot, but I think what the sons have in common is actually really important. They were both raised in the same home. Neither of them really had an excuse not to know that their father was a gracious, generous, loving father. Second, both of the sons, not just one of them, both of the sons end up at some point in this story being lost in sin. And third, the father, in his love, comes and finds them so that he, they would party with him. Now, that's what they have in common. Both know the love of the father, both are lost in sin, and both have a father who comes and finds them. Now what they have different is kind of very different. this, This first son, the younger son, is actually, acts with this kind of arrogance toward his father. Now I don't know if we all know what an inheritance is. But kids, if you don't know what an inheritance is, it's something that is given as somebody passes away. You know, it's something as kind of like a consolation prize. Even though somebody's passed on, at least, at least you kind of get their stuff. It's not what anybody wants, right? Nobody asks for the inheritance. Nobody longs for the inheritance because they would much rather have parents who are going to provide for their needs along the way. But this younger son looks at his father and asks for an inheritance, which basically means dad... I love the stuff that you could give me a lot more than I love you. You see, the the sin of the younger son is to love what the father could give him more than the father himself. And he goes off into this foreign country and he lives actually like his father has died. He lives like his father's out of the picture with the father's stuff. He loses it all. And where does this sin end him? It ends him hanging out with pigs. Now, the, the place that Jesus tells this story, we've got to remember, is first century Israel. Your pigs aren't the cute animals that show up in your children's books. To them, pigs are the most disgusting animals there are. This man finds himself with pigs, longing to eat the garbage that's given to them. You can't be any lower than the youngest son is. As the younger son falls into this sin of loving the things that the father gives more than the father himself, he gets to the lowest point humanity can find. And maybe some of us have been there. As we look at the things of this world, and maybe we can remember those times we loved those even more than the God who gives them. And maybe we spent our lives chasing after success. Maybe we spent our lives chasing after money or even chasing after something noble like the American dream. If we're focused on loving the things that God has given us more than God himself, we've fallen into the sin of the younger son. And maybe it's taken us to even darker places tossed about by lust or drugs. But in that place... In that place, we always end up wanting the garbage that is fed to the pigs. Because without a God who gives purpose and who gives fulfillment to life, even success, money, good grades, whatever it is, those things can't fulfill us and those things are garbage if we don't see through them to the God who gives the good gifts. That's the younger son. Now, the older son... On the other hand, is the is the person that everybody would look at and think, well, that person has their life together. The the older son is the one who makes sure that he does what the father says. He he knows the father, he knows what the father asks of him. And I can imagine the older son with kind of a calendar on his wall, marking off every day that he works extra to cover up what his younger son is leaving what the younger son is leaving behind, what his younger brother left behind. You see, this older son is the son who keeps track. But his sin, he is also lost in sin. And we see his sin as he refuses to celebrate with his father. He refuses to party with his father because he insists on earning his father's favor. Even though his father gave him favor freely see, that's the sin of the older son, and the way we see that sin in our world is every time we show up to worship here because we feel this kind of obligation to be here. It's the times that we feel like, well, we're going to raise our kids in the faith just because we know that's what you should do rather than glorying in the grace of our Father who gives us so many gifts, so freely, eternal life, and all of these awesome gifts. We insist on earning gifts. And ultimately, we can't earn the Father's favor. You see, this this story was told for us But we have to remember it was actually told in Israel in the first century and what we didn't hear at the beginning of that video was that Jesus was talking with tax collectors and sinners who probably represented the younger son and he was responding to a challenge from the religious leaders who probably represented the older son. Now the way this story ends in the Gospel of Luke is that the older son takes Jesus, who is the father, out of the city and crucifies him. He kills the father. But the Father uses this to show his great love for us, that on the cross, Jesus actually is coming to find us in his awesome, awesome love. He is coming to find you no matter where you are, whether whether you sympathize with the sin of the younger son, the sin of the older son, or something else in between. Jesus comes to find you. His love finds you. And we see an awesome picture of the love of the Father as he runs to meet the younger son and as he leaves the party to go find the older son and invite him into the party. Now the beautiful thing about this parable is even though we know how it ends in the Gospel of Luke as we reflect on it today and sympathize with the older or younger son we don't know how it ends but we do know that God sends his Holy Spirit into our lives. To bring us to the party that god's love comes and finds us wherever we are so that we would party with him and kids this isn't like the kind of party where okay it's a friend of your parents and you're going to sit there eating carrots and celery no this is your best friend jesus's birthday party and at his own birthday party he wants to celebrate you he wants to celebrate sadie and levi today as they join in the family he wants to celebrate all of us because he has in his great love found us to bring us to the party and celebrate with him and when Jesus comes back we will have an eternal party and until that day we sing we dance we celebrate because God's love found us so that we would party with him amen amen